Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, we're back again. This is Ryan. And this is Lucas. Hey, in today's episode, we're going to talk about accessories and other income opportunities and other amenities you can add on to your Airbnb uh, or your VRBO listing so that you can enhance the experience that your guests are having. Uh, specifically, we are talking about um, little add-ons like um, like if you don't have a hot tub at your vacation rental and you want to add one, what will it bring to the table? You don't have... Um, say you're, you say you're on a water, uh, like, like you're on a lake, um, and you don't have paddle boards, you don't have, maybe you want to rent a boat to them, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, that's what we're talking about. What can you add to your place? Um, so first and foremost, you, you have to do like, uh, you have to basically do a cost analysis. What is it going to cost to get the item acquired? Um, what will it bring to your listing in terms of revenue that is going to justify bringing it? Um, putting it on site, um, Lucas. You're you're mostly oceanfront. Um, you've got. Uh, have you got any owners that are providing anything right now for people to use in the water, whether it be the pool or the the actual ocean? Um, no, I don't necessarily have anything that they can use. Um, I myself have been contemplating, as you know, purchasing a boat and uh, kind of being able to back rent it out to vacation rental guests who'd like to use it. Um, you know, on a daily but nothing's basis. included, right? Like, in yeah, other words. nothing's nothing's included. I have one owner who rents a golf cart out separately um, for for their for their unit, but again, that's not included in their rental price, right? Um, and and they have to pay additional, fill out additional forms. But yeah, they they do make additional money off of the golf cart. Okay, so there's two ways to do this, guys. There's there's have it available, um, give it to them essentially, um, and then there is the alternative method that Luke's just described from one of his owners that said basically it's a separate rental, it's a separate payment. What are they, Venmo that owner, the the money for that? Uh yeah, they they pay me directly and then, okay. and then, and then I you, give it to the owner. You funnel it through. Okay. So but there's there's a liability piece to every one of these things. So in other words, the things that you say they're filling out, that's that's a waiver of some kind, correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. So um, that's going to, you know, uh, release the owner from any kind of responsibility for injury or whatever for use of it. It's basically um, going to be a, a pretty standard form rental agreement if you were renting anything from anywhere like U-Haul or somebody else. It's the same thing. Yeah. You're going to sign an agreement that says, hey, you know, I'm using it. I'm assuming all risk. Da, 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 da. Okay. So, like, let's say, let's say you, um, you know, let's go back to the hot tub example. This is a pretty... Um, covered topic in the Facebook groups about Airbnb hosting. They talk about this quite often. People who have them almost like definitely say, well, you, this is great. It's the best thing I've ever done. I I don't know that uh, I would agree with that because then there's a, a ton of people who comment about the problems with hot tubs, the, the sanitation of them, the frequency with which somebody has to come by and service it between guests. Um, you, you start talking about COVID protocols and cleaning protocols. Um, hot tubs are pretty dirty places. Well, you know? and then you have to deal with the fact of it breaks while your guest is there. I constantly see things in the Facebook threads that are that are 
well, how much do I refund of guests if the hot tub isn't working? You know, or the guests said that they only stayed here because we had a hot tub and yeah. now the hot tub's yeah. not working. Like, do we refund them the whole yeah. stay? But of course, you know, uh, not to get on a tangent, but if something in one of your Airbnbs uh, breaks, that guests have a way of defaulting to that being the one thing that they came there for. They love saying that. So if the if the stove yeah. has a problem, be like, oh, the only reason I stayed here is because I wanted to make eggs in the morning. You know, so if it's hot tub that breaks, that's the one thing I stayed I here for. I was just so excited to use that stainless steel stove. <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. That microwave was just, I couldn't live without it. I needed to have that one. Absolutely. It's funny. Um, but in all seriousness, um, I, I, see, I see some of these add-ons as opportunities for things to break. I don't want to do a whole episode about hot tubs because I don't have one at my rentals. Yeah, and me either. I don't want to have one at my rentals. I... I don't feel like they're going to be... I, for me, they wouldn't bring anything to the table because of what a, what my rentals are. Now, if you're renting um, a, a, a super high-end home up in the mountains and you're, you know, it's a ski getaway or something of that nature, I could see that being a thing where it's almost a necessity. Um, so to each their own on that one. Uh, but I have contemplated, uh, since some of my properties in Minneapolis are actually near the lakes... Um, I've been I've been very much contemplating uh, providing some kayaks, uh, paddleboards, bicycles, even um, just free free to use, not and added anything to say hey they're here, uh, unlock them in the shed, use them, put them back, don't wreck them. Um, I would make them sign a waiver, obviously, for yeah, use of, of even something small like that. Um, would it bring more to the table? I th- I actually think it might in the summer months. Uh, the folks that rent from me in the winter wouldn't care, obviously. Uh, but if, if you're talking summer rentals, which is already my busy season, um, having that might bring a different kind of renter, too. It might bring in those vacation folks rather than the ones who are in town just to see family nearby. Um, that's that's kind of the analysis you have to do on your property. Will it be of any benefit to you to add that stuff in there? If you were to brainstorm, Lucas, out of pocket for yourself, or split with your owners that you manage for, what would you guys, could you guys add that would bring something to the table that would help accentuate the, your listing? The problem that I find is uh, storage uh, in the listings that I particularly have. Um, there's just not a lot of availability. Like right now in some of the buildings, there's no additional parking for the golf carts. And, and I wasn't necessarily on board with the golf cart that got bought anyways. Um, I think that in in town, people are charging 50 bucks an hour or like 300 for a golf cart. For a golf cart or like 300 okay. bucks for the day. And that's like, at like a, like a RV or not RV, but a recreational vehicle like like. What do you call them? The the little outfitters with like uh, yeah, they side they, by they sides got, for the beach and stuff like that. Well, it's not a side by side. It's legitimately a street legal golf cart. No, I know you're. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about the other kind of stuff they can rent. Yeah, they can rent like a Polaris slingshot and, yep. and scooters and stuff like that. And they have other little rental stuff for the vacationers that have come. And and so you we see a lot of golf carts, but I don't know. For me, it's just like three hundred bucks. I'm you know. The golf cart that uh, my owners bought, it's its really nice. They outfitted it with a generator and a speaker and, and lights and, and a beach pass so you can take it out on the beach and it seats four, really nice. 
Um, but at 300 bucks a day, I just feel like I probably could have got more bang for my buck somewhere else. Um, and I think they paid like 12 grand, 13 grand for the golf cart. My goodness. It's fully electric. Um, so it's not like a gas powered cart. But again, those batteries at some point are going to be pretty expensive. And it's on the beach. So it's going to face what we call the corrosive beach tax um, as well. So it's <laughs> you just. talked about that with the uh, saltwater getting in your. Yeah. In your and, and their their insurance on the golf cart was incredibly expensive um, to get that insured for the street. So like twice what their vehicles are yeah. uh, to get a golf cart insured for the street that goes 20 miles an hour. You right. know? So it's just like, you know, I, for me, I didn't think that was worth it. We'll see how it plays out. It's only been a couple months. And, and even to this time, we've had we've had no rentals on it. Nobody's rented oh. it once. Well, um, so it's not like it took off, um, it, you know, because when you start to look at it, it's like 300 bucks a day. Hmm. Uh, that's a lot. Um, this, this coming week uh, will be the first time it gets rented. It's getting rented for a whole week for $1,200. Um, so they'll have access to it for that entire week. It'll park in a garage spot that that is located. But I, what I had to do is I had to take it out of their rental and say and offer it up to my other guests. Mm. Like, hey, there's a golf cart for rent. And we could park it in one of your parking spots that you get. Mm-hmm. Because the unit that it's particularly in isn't like a lavish unit. It's pretty middle of the road, like affordable luxury for people. But those yeah. type of people, you know, not walking, not, around with, that. not walking around with 300 bucks to just dump on a golf yeah. cart for a day. Dumb question because uh, that's your area of expertise, the beach rentals. Um, the golf cart, it's it, street legal, you say? Yes. Can it go on the beach? Yeah, we have okay, a beach. So yeah, we have a beach pass. For okay, it. so it's 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 all good. It can drive on the beach. Is that the benefit of it, really, that it can go on the beach? Absolutely. You know, for, otherwise, it's for, a, you might yeah, as well rent a, a car. <laughs> for a vacation rental person to go take their vehicle on the beach is twenty dollars a day, okay. or they can take the golf cart out there for free all the time assuming they have it rented yeah if they yeah. have it rented they can take the the, the golf cart out there and, and just kind of putts the beach as far as they want to go you know Daytona Beach is a drivable beach for, for miles yeah. so you can just get out there and ride and enjoy the ocean enjoy the uh, ocean air in your face and it seats four people you know two in the front two in the back um, it's a nice little family thing to do and, and I'm hoping that as time goes along it will uh, it will increase you know, because I'm beating the prices of you know the local competitors and, and their golf carts I see them around everywhere, and they're just. They're, you said they're fifty bucks an hour on the others. Yeah, and three hundred bucks a day, and they're just—they're not as. How nice. much is the one for yours again? Yeah, I have it at two hundred fifty dollars a day, and it's okay. not an hourly. I don't want to. Right, it's just I, a day. because yeah, I can't have somebody there to check in, check out a golf cart, right, right. you know, and stuff like that every hour. Yeah. So, so, all right, so there's there's that. Um, is it is it possible that your owner? bought it for their use when they're in town and they figure if someone rents it then so be it yeah they absolutely did but they did buy it with the primary purpose of going we thought it was really fun they had to redo their flooring and one of the days they had to leave their condo they rented a golf cart for the day and and they had a they had a blast (laughs) and three days later they owned a golf cart um and they think other people would have a really fun time you know in the golf cart you know and and i'm talking about the golf cart a lot because that's kind of what i'm starting to get myself into um, my mentor who kind of brought me up into the vacation rental world or just shined a light on it briefly in 2018. Uh, he did a lot of boat rentals on his intracoastal houses that he had for rent and uh, offered them even to his, uh, all of his rentals. And so he was able to go buy like, you know, a five, $7,000 pontoon and then rent it back out at 500, 600 bucks for the day, yeah. you know, and he would always make the joke. He goes, you know, over the summer months I had that paid off. Mm-hmm. Uh, in three months, yeah, you know, yeah. you got a lot of upkeep, but that is something I myself am seriously considering. Um, I got to do more research on it, but I am considering that. Um, I have thought about adding bicycles, and ki- there's nowhere for me to put kayaks. There is a place I could put a paddleboard, um, but I just 
it doesn't really add any value to me, um, mm-hmm. especially because people really don't know how to paddleboard. You don't mm-hmm. want them to get lost out there and not be able to get back in, or they lose it. Right. Um, you know, yeah, you're you're limited on storage for sure there. Yeah, so it's just you almost right. have to get like another space down the road for like call it headquarters with like a storage area. In oh it. yeah, and if I if I had a if I had a standalone house that wasn't that was beachside but mm-hmm. not on the beach, I for sure would add bicycles. That would be like the first thing that I do, so people yeah. can you know ride the bike, and and I might add a golf cart if there's a garage there attached to it. Um, you know, but I wouldn't be spending a twelve grand on a cart. I'll tell you right, that much. Right. Um, so now, being on the beach, would a would a person make an argument that it'd be nice if you supplied? Um, I don't know. What what what's a beach amenity like? Uh, like a not yeah. beach towels, but like beach chairs. We do, stuff. we do. We supply a beach umbrella, a canopy, beach chairs, beach towels. Those are all amenities that people do ask. Like, hey, do you have these? And you've uh, got those. So we, we have all those for every single unit. Okay. And they have a beach wagon to bring it down. Yeah. Now um, we're getting somewhere. Okay. So that's that's an amenity included that you don't have to include. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. They, so you're you're giving that free. Oh, and it's saving so that you them. can compete. With other rentals, that yeah, give that and it's stuff saving as well. those people. You look over the you look over the balconies on the ocean. You'll see these blue and yellow umbrellas and chairs. Mm-hmm. And I have to think that these people have a monopoly, or they're part of the city, or reimbursing to the city. You know, something like that, because they're the only ones allowed on the beach with beach chair mm-hmm. rentals and umbrellas. So it's it's a contract thing. So they, they have the contract with the city to sell. Yeah, yeah, and okay. they get forty five dollars for two chairs and an umbrella for the day, <laughs> and they're all on. That's the a beach. good business. I don't know. <laughs> How much money these people are making, but they are making so much money. They, they, I don't know. I feel like it's a Breaking Bad situation where they're putting it in the storage units and they don't even know what to do. Forty-five dollars a day, and for as and the far beach as, is filled with them. As far as your eyes can see, in either direction, you and every see time all of 45, 45, 45, 45. Yeah, and you're just counting in your head. I'm just like, so oh, there's like, ten grand today. There's literally like ten grand <laughs> just in my field of vision off this balcony. I'm like, it's wild. So my goodness. Um, I was like, man, maybe I should rent out my beach chairs because people don't even know you have them. You know, they'll yeah. leave in the reviews like, oh, you know, I have it in my listing that we have them, and they're like, oh my god, it was so great that they had beach chairs. Right. Right, right. And beach towels for us, and you know, people bring their own when they yeah. drive. And they're like, "Oh, we didn't even have to use our own." I, like, I would almost put that as uh, one of the photos in the listing, straight up. Beach chairs provided. Just go ahead and caption the photo in the photo, print the words on there, and say, you know, beach chair and, and umbrella included. Yeah, absolutely. Um, savings of forty-five bucks a day. You know, that's included because that that changes uh, the perceived value of your of your unit, your listing, and that's. That's kind of what we're getting at when we talk about this is the perceived value of your listing. Does it go up enough money, enough dollars, and 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 make you more valuable outside of a monetary increase to where you're going to get the listing, you're going to get the booking, I should say, over your neighbor or another similar property in the same price point? What will make them stay at your place and not the other one? Well, I mean, think about it. Um... If I have one of my four bedrooms filled with 10 guests or 12 guests and they have to go rent beach chairs, <laughs> and they do, yeah. you know, sometimes I had a guy uh, break a bunch of them. He was a overweight guy and he just kept... Your beach chairs? Yeah. He just kept sitting in them and kept breaking them and kept sitting Jesus. in them. For one week, he broke like eight chairs. <clears throat> and then he admitted to it and he said, yeah, I, I, he goes, I'm a big guy. Uh, he goes, they would just bend and break. Um, and it was kind of ridiculous. But he went through like seven or eight chairs during their stay. But they had to rent beach chairs during their stay because he kept breaking them. And they said that they had like an $800 bill for beach chair rentals just for their week that they were there. Oh, my goodness. And they didn't tell me anything was broken until after the stay oh, was done. Oh, of course, of course. And, and hopefully... Uh, <laughs> well, God forbid I go buy more just to watch those ones get broken, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I would hope that someone that has that situation in their life would, would kind of accept it and not 
you know, enter a scenario where they're going to maybe just something. sit in the sand. With yeah, the beach now. you are on a beach. Yeah, <laughs> throw a towel down. Uh, be be uh, one with the beach. Lay there. So anyway, to recap, um, amenities and, and accessories that you add on, whether they're free or monetized, on top of the listing, um, decide which methodology works best for you. It's going to depend on each item. Um, you're going to need to figure out and do a cost analysis with your competition about whether or not those amenities will bring back uh, any any sort of tangible increase in revenue for you. And if they don't, probably want to pass. But if they do, and they accentuate your listing, or if you're just, let's say you're a one listing owner, right? And that's all you have is just the one listing and you just love your listing and you're very prideful of it. Maybe you just want to add stuff because it makes you feel better. Well, I saw a guy. There's nothing wrong with well, that either. I, yeah, I saw a guy who's actually that one listing guy on the, one of the Facebook groups, and he was t- he had seen these machines at Sam's Club or Costco, like a little vending machine, uh, small ones. They were like three grand okay. for this vending machine that he was he was at. Like, do I get a snack one and a drink one? They were each three grand. They're He's really going to pay three grand to put a vending machine in a listing per each per each vending machine, and people were like, Nah, don't do the don't do the you know. Don't do the refrigerated one. You'll spend too much on electricity. But he was trying to add it. He's like, do I try to make money on it? Do I not make money on it? Do I add it for the appeal? Well, now I feel um, stupid because I put like free candy bars and chips and, you know, like granola bars, I should say, yeah. and different things in little baskets when people come in. <laughs> I mean, I could be vending these instead. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm missing revenue. So here. he was no, he kidding. was thinking about putting, <laughs> putting them in the vending machine. And I think the, the consensus on that post was uh, a, a resounding don't do that. <laughs> Um, but then you have the people who are like, oh, I just give them away for free. And I'm like, well, I just don't even put them in there to begin with. And Well, know, I, I like to yourself. give I, I like to give like a starter pack of, of snacks at some of my listings. So I don't do it at all of them depending on their price point, location, and who's staying there. But um, like one of them in particular is this really boutique little one-bedroom apartment. And it's got a beautiful garden and everything. Um, and it's, a, it's a very private setting for the people. And the people that stay there, it tends to be like couples that are kind of on a little getaway. And... They uh, they really appreciate that there's a basket with you know uh, microwave popcorn and and some chips and some crackers and some granola bars and some nuts and things and you know they, they tend to like that so that's a little freebie you can throw in and justify if you buy those things in bulk at Costco or Sam's Club it's it's a matter of a couple dollars per guest but you know it's one of those things that'll get you the closer to that five star review every time which is what we're looking for yeah absolutely you know? those little things. Those little things matter. There are additional amenities you can add, and, and they're pretty cheap to go do it. So, right. uh, if you're a big if you're a big property with a lot of listings, the logistical side of that is a little bit more difficult, if if almost impossible. Uh, but if you are a you know a solo listing, or you rent rooms in your house, or or anything like that, you could definitely you know look into doing that. Right. Um, I will give one caveat to that: don't automatically assume that everybody wants a bottle of wine. Um, not oh, yeah, any, that's yeah. A, that's a, um, I don't know if that's... I don't um, know why I keep seeing that on the Facebook groups. Well, I, I was thinking about leaving a bottle. No. Well, I had a host recently stay with me, as I told you, and, and he gave me a bunch of recommendations. Uh, and I'm already a super host, so um, he already gave me recommendations. He said he would do he would do that. And, yeah. um, you know, I would just caveat, not everybody likes alcohol. So uh, I think that's it. But again, guys, if you want to get in contact with us, ask us any questions, feel free to uh, shoot us a message on our Instagram, at Vacation Rental Insiders, and we'll get back to you as soon as we possibly can. In the meantime, uh, be the best host you can be and go get that money. Get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.